Do you struggle with period problems, fertility frustrations, or sexual health issues and find yourself wondering, is this normal? Am I the only one? Well, if so, you're in the right place. This is the Menstrual Mastery Podcast, and I am your host, Brandi Oswald. As a certified fertility awareness instructor, women's healing arts coach, and the founder of Sauvage Wellness, I help women around the world have happy periods, use their cycles as natural birth control, get pregnant when they're ready, and create their dream lives by balancing their hormones and harnessing the power of their menstrual cycles. Join me each week for wholehearted conversations with everyday women about living with and overcoming period problems, fertility frustrations, and sexual health struggles by mastering our menstrual cycles and living in alignment with our bodies. One common misconception about cycle tracking is that unless you're using it for natural birth control or to help you get pregnant, there's no reason to track your menstrual cycle. And well, I couldn't disagree more. In fact, cycle tracking helped me personally spot a dangerous and painful hormonal imbalance even while doctors were saying I was fine. On today's episode of Menstrual Mastery, we're exploring why cycle tracking is an important hormonal health tool for all women, regardless of birth control or fertility goals, and how it can actually help you uncover hormonal imbalances in your cycle. As you may know, hormonal imbalances occur when our natural hormones are not functioning as they should. This can happen for many different reasons, including hormonal birth control use, stress, poor diet, chronic inflammation, and more. Hormonal imbalances can themselves cause a host of unwelcomed symptoms like PMS, heavy periods, irregular periods, acne, hair thinning, dark hair growth, breast pain, and more, and even lead to more serious issues like fibroids, fertility struggles, and cancer if left unchecked. That's why it's so important to understand how your body works, to spot hormonal imbalances early, and to work to actually heal them rather than to hide them with synthetic hormones like those in hormonal birth control. When it comes to spotting hormonal imbalances, cycle tracking is your new best friend. By using the symptothermal method of cycle tracking that I teach here at Sauvage Wellness, you can uncover imbalances related to estrogen excess, estrogen deficiency, low progesterone, irregular ovulation, luteal phase deficiency, and even FSH and LH imbalances. You can literally see the signs of these hormonal imbalances play out on your cycle tracking charts month to month. It's so powerful. So let's dive in to how you can do this with your own charts. So first we'll look at cervical fluid. Cervical fluid is produced by the body under the influence of estrogen and is noticed primarily leading up to ovulation. It's wet, slippery, and stretchy consistency helps sperm survive in the acidic environment of the vagina and safely reach the egg for fertilization. 
By tracking cervical fluid, we're not only able to know when we're nearing ovulation, we're able to get an inside look at what's going on with estrogen and the hormones needed to support ovulation itself. Here are a few ways that cervical fluid can help us uncover hormonal imbalance. If a cycle is showing poor cervical fluid buildup prior to ovulation, it may be a result of low estrogen levels, which is inhibiting the optimal production of cervical fluid. Another thing we see with cervical fluid and its assistance in uncovering hormonal imbalance is that if a cycle chart is showing ongoing wet cervical fluid after confirmed ovulation has occurred, it may be a result of excess estrogen levels that are preventing the natural dry up of cervical fluid that normally would occur in this phase of the cycle. And lastly, if a cycle chart shows multiple buildups of cervical fluid in one cycle, it is likely a sign of delayed ovulation, which could be a result of imbalances with follicle stimulating hormone, estrogen, and or luteinizing hormone the hormones that we need to support the process of ovulation. And we can see all of this play out on our cycle tracking charts simply by tracking cervical fluid. Next, let's take a look at temperature. Basal body temperature is your temperature first thing in the morning before getting out of bed. Temperature tends to be a few tenths of a degree lower in the pre-ovulatory phase of the cycle than in the post-ovulatory phase. This is because the hormone progesterone, which is made after ovulation, triggers a slight rise in basal body temperature. Most people only think of temperature as a tool for confirming ovulation, but it can also be helpful for spotting hormonal imbalances with estrogen and progesterone in the post-ovulatory or luteal phase of the cycle. So here are a few ways that temperature can help us uncover hormonal imbalance. A delayed temperature rise on a cycle chart may be a sign of delayed ovulation, which again could be a result of imbalances with follicle-stimulating hormone luteinizing hormone, or estrogen, the hormones that go into the process of ovulation. Now, a low temperature rise compared to pre-ovulatory temperatures may be a sign of excess estrogen and or low progesterone. This is because there isn't enough progesterone as compared to estrogen for progesterone to have the full temperature elevating effect that we tend to see after ovulation. Next is if we see no discernible thermal shift, which is to say that there's no sustained temperature rise or that the temperatures after ovulation are not consistently higher than temperatures prior to ovulation. This is often a sign that ovulation did not occur. And this is because temperature elevating progesterone is made after ovulation. If ovulation did not occur, there wouldn't be progesterone present to elevate the temperatures. This can signify an imbalance again with FSH, estrogen, or LH, those hormones that go into 
allowing ovulation to happen, the trigger hormones. Next, when we're looking at temperatures, we want to talk about erratic temperatures after ovulation. This is actually quite common to see on cycle tracking charts, especially when you're coming off of hormonal birth control. If temperature rise following ovulation does happen, and it is noticeable, you can see that shift to an elevated temperature phase. But then those temperatures begin to rise and fall erratically throughout the luteal or post-ovulatory phase of the cycle, this may be a sign of excess estrogen and or low progesterone. Again, there's too much estrogen in comparison to progesterone in this circumstance for progesterone to have its normal temperature elevating effects. Now, in addition to cervical fluid and temperature, the two main tracking signs of the symptothermal method there are even more ways that our cycle tracking charts can uncover potential hormonal imbalances. And I want to share a few of the most common ones with you today. So first, we're going to look at if a cycle chart is showing less than 10 days between confirmed ovulation and the start of the period. This means that the luteal phase or the post-ovulatory phase is only 10 days or less which is by many considered to be a short luteal phase. Short luteal phases are often caused by excess estrogen and or low or poor progesterone production following ovulation. Now, one important job of progesterone is to keep the uterine lining intact until your period begins. This is especially important for anyone looking to become pregnant because the fertilized egg must be able to attach itself to the uterine lining in order for pregnancy to occur. This means if the luteal phase is shorter than 10 days, it could impact a woman's ability to become pregnant because the, lute because the uterine lining may not be in place long enough for fertilization to occur. And without fertilization and without Oop, I'm going to back up. I misspoke. If the uterine lining is not in place long enough for implantation to occur, then pregnancy does not take place. So I'll repeat that. If the uterine lining is not in place long enough for the process of implantation to occur, pregnancy cannot take place. Another thing to note is that short luteal phases are often characterized by days of spotting prior to the start of the period, as well as PMS and even heavy periods. So when you're spotting these types of symptoms on your cycle tracking charts, spotting prior to the start of the period, lots of PMS and heavy periods, it may be time to look at the balance between estrogen and progesterone in the post-ovulatory phase of the cycle. Next, we're going to look at if a cycle chart shows long preovulatory phases, otherwise known as the follicular phase. Now, long follicular phases can be a sign of hormonal imbalance involving the hormones that trigger ovulation, namely follicle stimulating hormone or FSH, estrogen, and luteinizing hormone, LH. 
So if you're seeing really long drawn out pre-ovulatory phases, often characterized by those multiple buildups of cervical fluid, it's time to take a look at what's going on with FSH, estrogen, and LH, the hormones that trigger ovulation. This becomes important for people who have irregular cycles or PCOS imbalances to really start to understand more about what's going on with the hormones that are triggering ovulation and why there's a delay or imbalance. Next, when tracking our cycles, we're looking at a cycle tracking chart that shows dark, almost purple blood during the period. Now, we often think about our periods as something that happened, right? We are releasing blood and uterine lining each month, but we don't often stop to really think about, analyze, consider the quality and quantity of our menstrual blood. And it's hugely important to do so. The color, consistency, flow rate, and more when it comes to our menstrual blood is hugely insightful to what's going on in our bodies and with our hormones. So when we see this dark, almost purple blood during the period, it may be a sign of estrogen excess. So another way to notice if there's an excess of estrogen occurring in the cycle. Another common symptom of estrogen excess seen on cycle tracking charts is the recording of common clotting with period blood. So that's to say that you notice a decent amount of clotting in your period blood. Now, clotting, especially if it's large, needs to be addressed with your physicians. And it's still important to understand some of the reasons behind why it may be happening. And one such reason could be an excess of estrogen in the cycle. Other common symptoms recorded on cycle tracking charts that can be signs of hormonal imbalance include acne, changes in sex drive, sleep struggles, heavy periods, light periods, and irregular periods. Now that's a lot of imbalances that your daily cycle tracking charts can uncover. By now you're probably wondering, what's next? Give me an action step. I know, I feel you. And I'm so glad that you asked. One of my all-time favorite things about cycle tracking is that you can bring your cycle tracking charts with you to your doctor visits and become an empowered advocate for your own healthcare. When you have a daily cycle tracking practice, you are no longer in the dark. You no longer have to suffer through doctors saying you're fine or we don't know what's going on and simply sending you home. With cycle tracking charts, you can go into your doctor visits with more knowledge about your body than ever before and literally show them what is going on in your body. No more guessing. Cycle tracking gives you your power back. And that is what I love so much about it. When I myself was struggling with hormonal imbalance, I was able to bring my charts to my doctor visits and clearly demonstrate to my physicians what I was experiencing and that I was seeing issues with estrogen excess and progesterone deficiency in my own cycle. I had cold, 
hard facts right in front of me, right on paper. Instead of prescribing hormonal birth control for my heavy periods, steroid creams for my acne, and prescription drugs for my anxiety, I was able to design a healing plan that got to the root of my issues by balancing my hormones rather than temporarily spot treating each individual symptom and never really balancing out the cycle and the hormones that really were in need of nourishment and support. And ever since, my heavy periods, cystic acne, and panic attacks have been a thing of the past because I was able to identify the root cause and get the healing I deserved, not symptomatic treatment or band-aids, if you will. So that's why today I want to leave you with three action steps that you can take to start using cycle tracking to spot potential hormonal imbalances in your cycle too. So number one, first and foremost, is to download my cycle tracking starter guide and learn how to track cervical fluid, temperature, and other symptoms ASAP. The link to the starter guide is at the bottom of this page. You can also receive it simply by subscribing to the Menstrual Mastery Podcast at sauvagewellness.com slash subscribe. Action step number two is to learn how to record your cycle symptoms on a paper cycle tracking chart in order to identify patterns and imbalances in your cycle. This is an empowering tool that I teach all of my clients. Upon first glance, a paper cycle tracking chart can look confusing. That's why I always recommend working with a fertility awareness instructor like myself to learn how to use the chart correctly. And I also really suggest using cycle tracking paper charts over cycle tracking apps, one, because the charts are designed to show you very clearly what's going on with your hormones throughout your cycle. It's very tailored to the process of understanding your cycle on a deeper level. A lot of cycle tracking apps aren't one visually designed for this process of spotting hormonal imbalances. And they're not always fully taking into account to all the information that you're providing them. What that means is while you may be able to record temperature or record, record cervical fluid, you may not be able to see it visually represented in the app in a way that supports the ability to identify potential hormonal imbalance. With the paper chart, it is set up for you to be able to do that. Now, this brings me to action step number three, and that is to meet with me. That's right. I offer free one-on-one -on -one sessions to anyone who's interested in learning more about how to track their cycle, how to use paper cycle tracking charts, and how to uncover potential imbalances in their own cycles. I also work with clients to help them design personalized healing food-based protocols tailored to the imbalances they see on their charts so that they can balance their hormones naturally, have better periods, and feel good in their bodies all month long. 
If you're interested, you can use the link at the bottom of this page to schedule a free info session with me. Or you can visit sauvagewellness.com slash coaching to schedule your free session today. It has been such a pleasure to be here with you today to talk about how to use cycle tracking to spot hormonal imbalances. Cycle tracking is a powerful women's health tool that has been ignored for far too long. Tracking your cycle gives you an inside look at the health of your hormones and can help you get the hormonal health care you deserve. Too often, women are dismissed by doctors in their healthcare visits, hearing, everything looks fine, or even, we don't know what's going on. And enough is enough. It's time for us to take back our power and become active, empowered participants in our healthcare. Cycle tracking can give you your power back. So if you're ready to learn how to track your cycle, then I want to help. Let's chat one-on-one. You can use the link below to set up a free info session with me. And before you go, make sure to follow the Menstrual Mastery Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a review. To receive brand new episodes of the Menstrual Mastery Podcast straight to your inbox, you can subscribe at sauvagewellness.com slash subscribe. It was such a pleasure to be here with you for another episode of Menstrual Mastery. I am your host, Brandi Oswald, and I'll see you next week.